Hey guys, welcome back to The Basic Witch. Today we are on episode 11, which is absolutely crazy that we're already 11 episodes in. Um, we're talking about spells and Book of Shadows. So before I dive into any of this, guys, I have to take a moment and just say how fucking awesome you guys are. So after last week's episode I posted, I really started to second guess myself um i don't know if that's the right word i want to use but i really felt super self-conscious about that episode because i was pretty vulnerable and i went on a spree about telling you guys how much of a twat waffle i used to be and all kinds of stuff and then as the night went on and the next day i got an outpouring of messages from you guys and wow i mean <laughs> wow i legit had tears like you guys made me cry it just made me feel so good to know that I'm helping people and that you guys actually, you know, like my podcast. And, you know, it, just, it was just an overwhelming, amazing feeling. So, you guys are fucking rock stars. You're badass. I love it. Thank you so much for all the love. Um, seriously, wow. It's just such an incredible feeling. And I just want you guys to know, even if I only had one listener ever, I would still continue to do this podcast because I know I'm helping that one person. So... It's just super amazing, and thank you guys so much. Okay, now I'm going to be done being sappy because I'm going to cry again. <sighs> okay, so um, this week we're talking about spells and Book of Shadow, like I said, but before we dive into that part, I want to talk about our intuition. So I fully 100% believe that we all have the ability inside of us to see, hear, and feel things that others around the world choose not to, I guess is the word or term, a way I want to phrase it. So hear me out for a second. Okay, so think back to being a child. You're like six, five, whatever, five, six, seven, somewhere in there, whatever. And remember like, you know, you're laying in bed and you see the shadow or you hear a noise or sound like somebody's talking to you or whatever and you freak the fuck out, okay? You scream for mom and dad, grandma, babysitter, whoever happens to be there and they come in and what do they say? Honey, it's your imagination. Your mind's playing tricks on you. It's fine. There's nothing there. Then we just tell ourselves, okay, yeah, it was nothing and go back to sleep, whatever. And if you're a parent, nine times out of ten, you've already done this to your kids, told them the same thing. Shit, I've done it. I've told my kids the same damn thing. I tell myself the same thing a lot at night because, as y'all know, if you've listened to my show before, you know my house is fucking haunted. Like, there's some shit going on here. And at night when I want to sleep, I just keep telling myself, oh, no, it's just the air conditioner or it's just my imagination. I'm just hearing things. It's all good. There ain't definitely not a spirit, you know, standing over me watching me sleep or anything. Because I just want to sleep. Even though I fucking know what is there. But my point of all of that is, guys. We are taught from such a young age to ignore all of that. And to pretend it doesn't exist. We are taught that it's not real. That spirits and ghosts don't exist. Um, that's just our imagination. So, over the years, we learn to suppress that. And we, in doing so learn to second guess ourselves a lot and not trust our intuition or our gut anymore and it's not our parents fault it's nobody's fault it's just the way the world is i mean honestly that is just the way of the world we are taught these things and not to believe them 
So we end up second guessing ourselves in life as we get older and it just becomes a giant shit show. But like I said, it's nobody's fault really. I mean, it just is what it is. That's life. But here's my thing. I believe that we all have that ability because we had it before, you know, we're all born with it, but we just pushed it off for so long that now we have to reopen that. It's like kind of like opening your third eye in a way. We have to stop ignoring the things and we have to start trusting our instinct, trusting our judgment, listening to our guts and just following along with it. So many times along my path when I was still in the broom closet, I just shut up when I felt things. I never said anything. I never um, told anybody or, you know, embraced it because I just kept telling myself it's just my imagination and all this shit because I just thought I was fucking crazy because we're taught to believe that it's not real. But after embracing my path and really focusing on learning everything and trying to open up my my senses, I realized that I'm starting to grow and over the years it has just grown immensely and now I have more of the ability to sense things and see things and hear things and feel things when I like when I touch someone else's objects or something but you guys are probably thinking okay Cassie that's a really cool story it does really helpful but what the fuck does that have to do with spells well it does have a lot to do with spells guys because one of the key parts of any spell work or any magic worker fucking witchcraft altogether is your intention you have to have clear intentions strong focus if you're going to have a successful outcome of your spell or whatever the fuck it is you're doing so you have to believe in yourself and believe that your spell is going to work and believe that what you're doing is real and makes a difference because that is the huge fucking part of it. If you don't believe it, it sure is fucking going to happen then. I mean, it could happen, but you're not going to believe it did because you don't believe in yourself. So, please, 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 guys, do me a favor. Stop second-guessing yourself. Start trusting your intuition. Start trusting your gut. Listen to your mind. Listen to your body. When you feel something isn't right, when you feel just that energy is off, or whatever trust yourself you're gonna have a much better magical experience while you're on your path and that's the point of that story okay so I went a little bit longer than normal but let's go ahead and get the little ad out of the way no I did not change it yet um, actually had a couple people tell me not to that they liked my corniness of it so I'm not changing it yet but anyway here's a little ad and then we will jump into spells and talking more about book of shadow Hang on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, guys, we're back. And um, we're talking about spells and book of shadows and basically shit like that. So, 
The other day I saw a post in one of the Facebook groups, I think it was called The Coven, I'm not sure, I'm literally part of so many that I follow just because they're interesting and I, it's my kind of people, so of course I'm going to follow them. Anyway, this girl had asked for a spell for some help because she was having trouble. She um, just broke up with an abusive um, boyfriend and was going through some shit. And she wanted to forget him. So, I'm late to the post because I had been post for an hour or whatever. And this other, more experienced witch comments on there and tells her. And the, the girl on the post says she's a, a, you know, a new witch. She's a baby witch. And she, um, the, the older witch comments and says, you know, instead of asking for spells, why don't you just write your own? God, I hate baby witches and going on and on. And I thought, what a fucking twat. I mean, seriously, because wow, that's what we're here for. Us more, you know, the experience, which is, is to share our knowledge. That's the whole fucking point of these groups and stuff is to share with others. So instead of just offering the, this poor girl who's suffering a cord cutting spell, she legit just stomped her and just trashed her and made her feel like shit. And it really pissed me off and got me thinking, you know, your book of shadows is very sacred. Any witch's book of shadows is sacred. It is up to you whether you want to share your spells or not. It's completely and totally up to you. I will share my spells with anyone who needs one. I have no problem doing that. Um, if you watched the video in the uh, Basic Witch Facebook group the other day, I will not share my sprees, but I will share my spells. And if you hear me messing around over here, my cat is like trying to eat everything while I'm trying to do this podcast. So please excuse me. She's kind of being an asshole today. So if you hear any weird noises or a meow or, you know, she likes to come up and be a part of things, especially when the phone's on. For some reason, she wants to talk on the phone and she's, I don't know, she's kind of fucked up. But anyway, so I felt really bad for this little girl and I gave her um, my cord cutting spell because I just wanted her to have some relief. I mean, shit. Could you imagine, you know, this man has abused this girl and this boy because she was young. She's very young. But has abused her mentally, emotionally, physically, everything. And she just wants some help from an experienced witch to get that memory of him out of her head. To just make that tie go away. And this lady just jumps her ass instead. So fuck that. And if you were the commenter, if you were the person who commented on that post, I'm really sorry, but fuck you too. And if I lose a few listeners for that, I'm really sorry. But you cannot be shitty and mean to other witches who are starting out and asking for help. Especially if you're in a group for that reason. So, think before you type. Don't be a twat. And if you cannot be nice to people, if you have nothing nice to say in response, then scroll on. There's no point and no reason to be fucking rude to people. Especially new witches who are just trying to learn. Okay, with that said... (laughs) Yes, your Book of Shadows is very sacred, guys, like I said. And it is completely up to you whether you share or not. I, like I said, do love to share. Um, Just not my sprees because I love them and it is my addiction. But when it comes to spells, there are so many fucking spells out there. If you wrote them all down in your one Book of Shadows, if you are one of those people that only has one because you have your shit together... um, (laughs) Which I do not because I have like six of them. But um, 
you would literally need like a 12 million page book because that's how many spells there are in the world. So while we're talking about our um, Books of Shadow, let's go ahead and continue that part with the fact that I have six of them, guys. And if you're in the Basic Witch Facebook group, you have noticed me talking about how I was trying to decide what one to buy and I had so many different ones picked out and all this other shit and I finally got my new one in the, it was delivered in the mail Saturday. I wrote two spells in it so far because I decided that, slow me back up. So I guys, I've been scared to death to even buy a just main one because every time I buy a new book, I plan to do all this cool shit in it and make it the most amazing, perfect, permanent book of shadows ever. And I fuck it up every time. So that's kind of why I've not let myself buy like this really nice leather bound one that I've been wanting. But then I found that it was on sale on Amazon. It was 60 bucks at um, Earthbound. And I found it on Amazon for 27 the same one. It's 10 by 13. It's fucking gorgeous. If you've not seen it, please go to the Facebook, the Basic Witch Group, or Instagram. Uh, and look at it there. It's just beautiful. I love it, guys. But anyway, my point is, is you don't have to be perfect. Your Book of Shadows does not have to be perfect. You're going to be a mess. You're going to fuck it up. So don't be scared, guys. You can have multiple books of shadows. And I know I just said that sounding really weirdly, but you can. It's okay. My plan for this one is I'm going to put my start with the front with my spells. And then in the back is going to be like my reference type stuff. Like my chart that has the colors and how they coordinate to magic. Because there's a lot to remember. And we can't remember everything, so we have to write it down. So I'm going to start back there with that and then move my way forward with other reference charts like the chakras and um, some notes that I always take for tarots and oracles and stuff like that. Like I just have notes in there too. But if I end up with six more leather bound books like the one I just got, then so be it. That is what it is. There's no wrong way to be a witch. So don't panic guys. Trust your gut. Trust your instinct. Buy the book. And just start it. If you mess it up, so what? You can put stickers in it. You can draw over what you messed up. You can make it any way you want. Just make it your own and do it your way. Trust yourself. It'll be fine, I promise you. I am just doing it. I don't even care. I'm doing it. And I mean, I've been practicing forever. And here I am still panicking about my book of shadows. Guys, I really wish that there had been somebody around to help me when I first started my path but there wasn't I couldn't find a podcast that I really felt connected to I couldn't find a YouTube channel that I felt connected to so I self-taught myself through websites and research and taking from this podcast and that YouTube channel and all different things and that's what got me here today but I think I'm doing pretty damn good to be honest I'm not trying to be conceited or pat myself on the back but I feel pretty amazing in the spot that I'm in so obviously I'm doing something fucking right but we're talking about spells now you got your book shadows and you want to do even if it's just your first rough book of shadows and you got some spells in it or you're trying to figure out what spells to put in it or whatever and you're ready to, to move on to the spells and everything so there are many ways to go about all this because you're going to have some witches that tell you you have to do other spells first before you write your own spells. And then you'll have some that tell you that you need to um, 
do other spells and master that before you can write any spells. Well, you know what? You do whatever the fuck you want. Because literally, there's no wrong way to do it. But, I really suggest that when you do start with your spell work or you're doing spell work or whatever, the only rule, I guess, I don't want to even call it a rule, but the only thing that is really important is to make sure that your intention is clear and you are 100% focused on what you are doing and what you want it to be and what the outcome you want to have happen. You just need to be clear on all that and continue to stay focused while you're doing it. Protect yourself with circle, ground yourself, all those wonderful things, but just your intention is so important when it comes to spell work, guys. That's like the key to successful magic and witchcraft altogether. And trusting yourself to make those decisions of what you need to do. So you've got a spell, okay? You Maybe you got it out of a book that you ordered on Amazon or you got it from a book of shadows that was passed down to you from your great-great-grandma or you came across this spell online or whatever. You can alter that spell, guys. If it does not like call to you or you just feel like it does, it's off or it doesn't have the um, full intention that you want or it's not exactly the way you feel you would do it if you were writing it but you like the whole concept of it you can definitely alter that it does not have to be specific you know um, verbatim how you found it because everyone is different we're all different so this is another spot where trusting your gut, trusting your intuition comes into play. You have to trust yourself to make that decision. Do I keep it the same? Do I adjust it? What do I do? Don't second guess yourself, guys. Go with your first instinct and just fucking do it. I need a drink, sorry. I think my, this time of year, everything's all in bloom and everything's like driving my allergies crazy, but... Spells are really fun to do, and there are so many different kinds. I mean, well, I mean, not like a shit ton of different kinds, but you know what I mean. Like, there's potions, and there's just incantations, and then there's different ones with herbs, and essential oils, and candle magic, and all kinds of different things. There's so many different aspects to a spell that you need to take into consideration, so... That's what makes it a lot of fun because it doesn't really get boring because there's so many different things you can do with spell work and magic in general. So, we've got our book of shadows. We've got spells in it. And we're going to do a spell. We've cast our circle. We've grounded ourselves. We've got ourselves focused and centered. And we've got all of our items out, our ingredients, if you will. Everything, we're ready to go. We've got our intention is set and we are focused hardcore and we're doing it. Please do not panic if it does not come to the outcome that you want right away. Does not mean it didn't work. It just means that it needs to take a little more time. So I remember when I first started I was super fucking frustrated because I came across some spells and I was like I'm just gonna dive right into this I didn't even cast a circle or anything guys I didn't even know what a fucking circle was at that point honestly like I mean I knew what it was but I didn't realize how important it was I guess is my point 
and I just dove right, in, right into it, and nothing happened, and I was like, what the fuck, this is a bunch of bullshit, and just got so frustrated, and then, like, a week later, I think, I noticed that parts of it were starting to develop and happen, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome, and it did, I mean, a full, it came, you know, full circle after a while, but I did second guess myself and I didn't even, you know, I was like, oh, this is just shit. I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Don't get hard on yourself, guys. It will come. It does take time. Nothing is going to happen instantly. I mean, that's just not how it works. Um, the magic you see on Harry Potter and Sabrina and all that is not <laughs> what magic really is. It's not going to just instantaneously pop up and everything happen like that. Um, I wish it did. It would make our craft so much more um, entertaining, honestly. It would be scary as fuck, though, because there would definitely be some crazy people who would be trying to make some weird-ass shit happen, but it is what it is. So don't d get discouraged with yourselves. Just go with it. Trust your instinct, because that is the most important thing, guys. Listen to yourselves. Now, with all of that said, let's talk about writing spells. And I know it sounds a little scary, especially if you are still a new witch. And you're like, oh man, you know, this is scary. And some people, some new witches prefer right out of the gate to start writing their own spells. And that's fucking fantastic too. I applaud that because that means that you have that um, confidence and that desire and drive to just go for it. And it's fucking awesome. But I also appreciate the people who choose not to jump right into that and choose to work with spells that are already set or spells that have been handed down or passed on or the family or whatever. Because that also shows that you have a desire to stick with things and follow a correct path and everything. So either way, you guys are totally fine. Just do whatever feels right to you. Like I said, just trust your gut because that's what's important. Your gut is the part that's going to guide you throughout this path and help you out so um that is that is just my main thing if you guys take away nothing else from this fucking episode please take away to trust your gut and follow your instinct because that is just so important in our craft and on our paths all right we're going to talk now about making your own spells which i'm super excited about I kind of follow a six-point outline um, whenever I'm going to write my own spell. And it's not so much like, you know, rule or anything. It's just a guideline that I go by when I do it. So, um, actually, it's kind of 5.1 and 2 go together. But I-O-T-T-I-I. And you're probably thinking, what the fuck does that mean? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like Bo Body. Have you guys ever seen The Office when Creed is manager and decides to do acronyms and he says Bo Body? Anyway, it's fucking funny. I love the office. Anyway, intention. So we're getting ready to write our own spell here. And we need to figure out the intention. So our focus would be, let's say we're going to do a love spell. So we're focusing on love. Our intention is to have, make love, you know, like a, a love spell and our outcome. See, that's why the, the first part, first and second parts go together because it's your the intention is the purpose, you know, the point of what you're wanting to do, but what outcome do you want? So, um, say you want to make someone fall in love with you, or you want to make your love stronger. Okay, that, that's your thing. You want to make your love stronger. So, one and two we've already got is our intention and outcome, 
that's a love spell and the outcome is to make it our love stronger so then you need to figure out next what type of spell that you want do you want a potion do you want um like a a, a sachet bag that you know you kind of carry with you or do you want a talisman um do you want like a candle spell do you want a, a spell jar spell there's so many different things you know different types that you can kind of pick and choose how you want to do it but close your eyes and whatever you see like close your eyes get a blank mind going on and then think of a love spell think of the outcome and whatever you picture that's what you want to go for if you picture you know a little baggie that you keep with you that like you know emits love in the air or you think of like candles burning or um, a little talisman that you keep with you in your bra that emits like love out or whatever whatever type of spell you want that's the next step so we've set our intention we have chose to um, do a love spell with the outcome of making love stronger next we have chose our spell type which we will go with a spell jar at this point okay so let's just say we're gonna do a spell jar the next thing is timing so you need to figure out what moon like if any is important if a um, moon phase specific moon phase is more important like um, for this you know would the full moon be better what a waxing moon a waning moon a new moon so figure out what moon phase would line up with it if any and most of the time it doesn't even matter it can be done whenever you want it doesn't have to be by any specific phase but if you want to take it deep enough and have it set for only specific you know moon phase that's completely and totally fine and that's pretty awesome also take into consideration if you it needs to be like a daytime spell a nighttime spell it needs to be right before you go to bed or when you wake up or or whatever and that may be way more advanced than what you're thinking and that's completely fine you could keep your craft super simple especially in the beginning it would make it a lot easier for you so you're not so overwhelmed when I first started out I just did very simple ones that were um, able to be done at any point in time that way it wasn't um, so overwhelming for me and even now I kind of stick to um, mostly spells that could be done anytime but if I do a spell that has you know that relates with the um, moon cycles I will almost always stick with like a full moon or a new moon that's just me that's my preference you do whatever the fuck you want because there's no wrong way to be a witch okay we set our intention and our outcome we know that we're going to do a spell jar we know that we're going to do it on a full moon okay so say we chose full moon next we need to figure out ingredients what ingredients would work with a love spell so that's when you got to reference some stuff here guys because let me go ahead and remind you real quick you're not going to remember every single thing you're not going to remember what every herb is good for or useful for you're not going to remember every essential oils use or candle color or all of like you know the crystals and everything it's definitely a hundred thousand fucking percent okay to go and reference your library collection or look shit up on your phone or ask another witch or whatever your method is or what you know 
you don't have to remember everything. And please don't try to because you're going to overload your brain and fry it out. Trust me. Okay, so. Ingredients. Um, if you're doing a love spell, let me see. So, some herbs you could use. Um, I know catnip sounds really off the wall, but it really is used a lot in, like, love potions and um, as an aphrodisiac, too, which is so weird. But, um... So, lemon balm is actually another one that's really good for love spells. I've seen those in a lot of different spells. Let's see. For the uh, crystal, you'd use rose quartz or moonstone. Um, I've seen moonstone used quite a bit in love spells. And keep in mind, guys, you don't have to use these specific ones if you're making your own love spell. You can literally use anything that you're drawn to. Trust your instinct and your intuition. These are just some basic tips I'm giving you guys like an outline nothing is set in stone nothing means you have to do it right away all right you might use a red or pink candle because they're both associated with love um, rose oil would be a good essential oil notice how we're kind of staying with all the R's here um, you can even t like use in a red ribbon or like a red sachet or whatever sachet I know I never say that word right but it is what it is Okay, so you got your little spell bottle. We've got our ingredients. We know what our point is. We know what we want to happen. And now we set the instructions. So this is where um, your creativity really comes in, guys. So, and you can add stuff that isn't solely associated with love or whatever your thing is. Like, you know what I mean, for your spell. So you can add in, like, um, really anything that you symbolize to represent love or whatever it is that your your spell is for that time but since love is our example that's what we're going with so a little candy heart like the leftover ones from valentine's day that may be something that you add into your spell because that represents love to you or you're trying to make spell bottle with your lovers and you know with the intent to grow your love strong so you might take like a lock of their hair and put it in your spell jar or have something that represents them added in like um, say they're a gun guy and you have one of their bullets and you are like into I don't know like nails so you take like a fake nail or something guys I'm reaching here because my mind is just like overdone but you get my point you you work with what you have and what is available because if you're going to write a spell you, you really don't want to have to go out and buy a whole bunch of brand new shit just to do a spell that you may never do again you know what I mean it may be like a one time thing but you still write that spell because it's important to you at that moment and you can use what is around you as long as your intent is there and your focus and you are giving it your all you're going to be fucking fine you're going to be perfect so don't panic like I said, I know it can be really scary shit. Sometimes when I'm still, when I'm writing them now, years into it, I'm still scared, you know. But it's real important to trust your gut, guys. Just stick with it and you'll be fine. I promise you. So once you've done all of that, I know I just keep bouncing around, but we set our intention and the outcome that we want. We've set the timing and the type of spell. We pick the ingredients. We uh, have the instruction now. We're going to write it all out. Um, what you're going to do, you know, you're going to add all the ingredients one by one to the spell jar. Um, you may choose to say a few things while you're adding each one in. And then you may 
use the wax from the red candle to seal the spell jar or however you want to do it tie it with a ribbon it's completely up to you this is your spell you're writing the incantation that you're going to use now that is completely up to you keep in mind that it does not have to rhyme um, you just kind of want to clearly express your intention and what you want the outcome to be in a clear and concise few sentences you don't want to drag on and be like you know a 20 page essay or anything but you also don't want it so short that it doesn't really have meaning so um, just keep it really clear and concise to the point of what you're wanting to happen if your intention is there it'll come easy and I don't mean that like oh you're gonna pick it up right away I mean the words so it may take you a little bit to get the order and you may fuss with this guys please 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 don't get frustrated if you fuck it up on the first couple times I fucked up so many I can't even count anymore like legit but it's fine because we live and learn and literally every day we still keep learning um i've been practicing for quite a while and i learn new shit all the time so don't feel like you have to know all the stuff or you have to have this down pat today it's literally gonna be okay i promise just trust your gut you'll be good okay so i do have a few notes here of things that i um wanted to go over with you guys before we wrap up this episode so if you are part of the um, Facebook group, The Basic Witch, you have seen a lot of talk about the online coven that I'm setting up. It's going to be called The Basic Witch Coven and .com. It is not available yet. If you try to type that in and go to there, you'll just get taken to a screen that says it's not available. I'm hoping to have this up by next week my plan is to make it basically ran like an eclectic coven just for the simple fact that we have so many different um we've witches from so many different paths that i don't want to um make anybody feel like they're not welcome or make anybody feel like they have to follow this path instead of that path or anything like that i want everyone to feel comfortable i want everyone to feel like it is your guys's coven um, it's not just mine. I'm just the one who's paying for it and um, uh, starting it and getting it all going. But it is going to be our coven, guys. This is a really important project to me because I live in a super tiny town. Um, there are a handful of witches that are in my town. Um, and I know some of you guys are listening, so shout out. Um, but it's hard for us to all get together on you know and meet and everything especially with the you know the covid situation going on and with little kids it's really hard to get out sometimes and have that time to yourself so my purpose of this online coven is going to be kind of like a, a networking situation people have their own profiles can kind of keep it as simple as they want or you know puff it up and make it as fancy as they want I want everybody to feel like they are truly in a coven with a legit say in everything. We're going to hold meetings um, once, maybe twice a month. I haven't really figured out um, how all that works. I'm going to do a poll, though, to kind of see how everybody's feeling about how many meetings we should do and 
things like that i will be looking for council members to help because if this grows like i really hope it's going to there's no way in hell i can do it all by myself and i don't just want like one other person because i don't want to keep it biased and even if i could do it all by myself i want a council that can really help make decisions that are for the better of the group and i don't want that all to fall on me um i just really think it would be great to have members of the coven as the council so that we can all feel like we're part of it and i just i think it's just going to be such a great thing um i know i'm kind of pat myself on the back here and i don't mean to but guys it is so hard for so many people to get out and i lived in the broom closet for so long and it's and I, when I say broom closet, it wasn't always just for my husband. Like, he knew for years. And he, like, really pushed me to be who I was and embrace who I am. But, like, the rest of my family, especially the kids and everything. Um, but I, it was hard for me to have went anywhere and met with other witches and do that kind of stuff. Because I was in the broom closet. Or even when I came out, there was just so much shit going on that I couldn't drive, like, 100 miles to meet up with a coven in my area. Which was the closest one. So... That's why this is so super fucking important to me. I think it's the best way for us all to be able to um, work together and do rituals and spells and all different shit together and just have that, um, that sisterhood and brotherhood that we desperately need as witches to stay on top of things and, and to work together. So uh, there will be a hell of a lot more details about that coming up. If you are not already, please join the Basic Witch Facebook group. Um, even if it's just to get the updates on everything with the website and the online coven. Uh, there's so much information, though, that's shared on there. That's really cool. Also, guys, we have a holiday coming up next Saturday, a week from the Saturday, August 1st. Now, it's up to you how you pronounce it. Some people pronounce that or say Luna. Excuse me, not how you pronounce it. It's up to you what you call it. Some call it Lunasa, Lunasa. Some call it Lamas. So, I don't care which one you call it. Either way, it's fine. I'm going to do like I did with Litha and do a special episode. It'll just be a short little thing about different ways that you can celebrate. Things that we can do and some other fun shit. But, um, that is coming up. It is really cool. I'm super pumped for it. It's really an awesome time to uh, focus on your abilities as a witch, too. So, um, I think we should do something fun in the uh, Facebook group for that also. And on that day, guys, I know this doesn't count like for you guys, but I'm super excited. I just want to share with you guys. On that day, I'm doing a fortune-telling party. Um, my, a friend of mine is having a birthday party, and I was asked to come and do some readings and everything for everyone, so I'm super pumped about that. Anyway, I'm wrapping it up. I promise, guys, I'm hurrying. Okay, um, actually, I think that was all the housekeeping shit I had to do. Um, so, don't be afraid. Please shoot me a message if there's anything you guys have questions or want to know more or want to talk to me about the online coven or anything at all. You can shoot me a message on the Facebook group, The Basic Witch. You can hit me up on Insta. It is the underscore basic underscore witch underscore i know that's a pain in the ass but that's what was available and you can also email me anytime at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com 
Guys, I'm super pumped. I know I've said it like a hundred times. I'm sorry. I'm just really excited about this online coven situation coming up and I cannot wait. So, if there's anything you guys take away from this, if it's the only one thing, please trust your gut, trust your intuition, listen to yourself, find your confidence again, open your third eye, listen to your body and your mind. You are a badass witch. You just need to embrace it. You guys are amazing. I will talk to you later. Peace out and blessed to be. Bye.